Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for chumba casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. This podcast is brought to you by No One. The checker flags in sight. Verstappen wins the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. Done it, Max. On the race. What a way to close the season. Yes! What oh, a great race. Oh, the pace is really good, guys. Oh, congrats. Oh, after uh, you know such a busy uh, year, I think everyone was a bit tired at the end, but to win that last race, uh, it's amazing. Thank you very much, guys. Max, that was absolutely clinical. Well done. Enjoy it. Yeah, we, we call that a simply lovely race. On the show today, we recap the most boring race of the year, talk about all the things that have happened in the last week in the world of Formula One, Mazapan's wandering hands, and of course, Cordy's weekly top five, all that and much, much more, but it's now time to welcome the big pimp, the pimp Daddy of them all, the main man, David Croft, take it away, Crofty. It's lights out and away we go. Once a week, one man emerges from the pit lane to deliver all the news, discussion, and results of Formula One. Well, that time has arrived. Sit back, relax, for the Park It In My Ferme show. Here is your host, Colby. That is right, ladies and gentlemen, it is I, Cody, and welcome to the Park It In My Ferme show. It is the show that talks about all things Formula One. We discuss the biggest topics, the results. We have absolutely mammoth show for you today. Thank you. Congratulations, Max, for stepping on that when you heard the radio call out at the start there. And to make sure you don't miss any episodes moving forward. Head over to the Facebook page and give the Park It In My Fermi page a like. Slide into the DMs if you are so inclined. And of course, subscribe and follow the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and much, much more. And if you want an alternative way to get your episode fixed, head over to the website, parkitinmyferme.com, 
where you can catch up on every single episode ever recorded of all time. It's time to talk about everything that's happened in the last week in F1, Formula 1 for those playing at home, and with that we need some news telling music. Hmm, I think this will do. Oh yeah, oh that sounds good. Well we had the Abu Dhabi GP on the weekend with the final race of the 2020 F1 season and it lived up to all the underwhelming expectation with Verstappen, Bottas and Hamilton qualifying fastest and of course then the winners of the race were Verstappen, Bottas and Hamilton in that order. Now I'm going to go into details about the problem with the Abu Dhabi GP and why it needs to be changed dramatically or scrapped altogether. It really is a problem but first we've got to talk about the news. It was the first GP this year where Mercedes wasn't on pole. Take a listen to Max after securing pole position. Max Verstappen's taken pole in the season finale at Abu Dhabi. Pole position, that's a statement right there. Excellent job. Yes! Come on, boys, come on! Well done, Max. Well done, Max. Mega, mega lap. Fantastic middle sector. So that's the first on Mercedes pole of the year. Well done. This feels good. Well done, boys. Amazing. Amazing. Cracking job. Really, really good. We just had to send it. And he really did put in a complete weekend. From start to finish, he was the fastest in quality. The race and the fastest lap. Wait. Wait a second. What do I have here? Oh, let me check the results. No, he wasn't. He had it in his grasp. He had it in more of a grasp than Mazapan did on a breast. He was going to be the youngest driver ever to get the fabled triple crown until Danny Rick said <laughs> took that fastest lap away from him on the final lap and the final race of the season Ooh, it's got a sting nevertheless it was an incredible drive by Maxi Boy Maxi Verstappen and a huge congratulations is sent his way and in more news Nikita Mazepin has had an eventful couple of weeks. The young Russian got himself an F1 seat with Haas alongside racing royalty in Mick Schumacher and then immediately went to fuck it all up by filming himself groping a woman on her breasticles. What is the most alarming thing about this is not that he that he did it, but that he posted it on his own Instagram page. He posted it on his own Instagram page. In terms of dumbest things to happen this year, there is George Russell crashing under a safety car. There is George Russell pitting for Mercedes and them not putting the right tyres on. And then there is fucking up your F1 career before you even start with a celebratory grope of a lady's lumps and then plastering it all over your own social media. And even more news... It will be announced in the next couple of days, the fate of Alex Albon. It will be decided by Red Bull shortly. Although more and more speculation is surfacing that Sergio Perez will be replacing him. Alex Albon had some incredible results in the past couple of race weekends. Is it going to be enough? I'm not too sure. But the only problem is 
Sergio won two weekends ago, and the only reason he didn't do well this weekend was because of a mechanical issue. So there's been no driver error or no driver issue at all with Sergio Perez, and he is a free agent, and Alex Albon has been extremely disappointing overall for the year. So, uh, Alex, my boy, start packing your things. And finally, Sir Frank Williams... It has been announced that he is in a stable condition in hospital. And of course, we at Parker in my firm, I wish him a speedy, speedy recovery. That is the news. Time to get on with the show. Traditions certainly have their place in sport. And traditions in sport are a magical thing. Like the ceremonial first pitch in baseball. The milk that the Indy 500 winner drinks as they cross the line, going to Disneyland after winning the Super Bowl. But there are loads and loads of shitty, horrible traditions that exist as well. The worst of the worst has to be in the Tour de France. Okay, we're on the final stage of the Tour de France, around the Champs-Élysées. The riders all ride as a group, as one big peloton, and no one goes out hard to win the stage. So whoever was leading on the previous stage is the winner of the Tour de France. It is stupid and ridiculous. If I weren't so fat and was in the Tour de France as a professional cyclist and it came down to the last stage, I tell you, I'm going to yell out fuck it and go for the win. But that's not the only silly tradition. There is another silly tradition that Formula One has now implemented. You probably didn't even know it was a thing. It is just as horrible and just as detrimental to the sport. It's that they must put the most boring races on at the start and at the end of the F1 season. The Abu Dhabi Yath Marina circuit is the most outrageously boring circuit on the F1 calendar. Whoever finishes on pole will go on to win the race. That's just a known fact. The Australian Grand Prix is just as bad. Australian Grand Prix is fantastic for attendees. If you get the chance to go to an Australian Grand Prix, I suggest you do it. It is amazing. I went to one in Adelaide. I've been to one in Melbourne. The Adelaide Grand Prix was incredible. The Melbourne one, the race itself, nah. Here are the last six races at the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. 2015, Rosberg qualifies fastest. Rosberg wins the race. 2016, Lewis qualifies fastest. Lewis wins the race. 2017, Bottas qualifies fastest. Bottas wins the race. 2018, Lewis qualifies fastest. Lewis wins the race. 2019, Lewis qualifies fastest. Max wins the race. No, I'm just kidding. Lewis won that race too. And 2020, Maxi Bon qualifies fastest and Max wins the race. There is no secret that the FIA love money. And as long as their choices are made based on how much money they can generate, we are going to see more and more races and race weekends in countries that are flush with cash. Saudi Arabia has recently cemented themselves in the calendar and Abu Dhabi has always been a staple in the F1 schedule for over a decade. Abu Dhabi being the city. Holding a race where there is no racing pedigree or driving passion means that the races themselves will lack the luster 
And it doesn't matter how many fireworks and bright lights you use, it won't make up for the fact that the race with the fewest overtakes for the 2020 season by a country mile just took place. The problem is the circuit. I don't mind having races there. But if you are the final race of the season, you need to leave the fans wanting more as we are not going to get any more racing action until we rock up again in March for the Australian GP in Melbourne, which is also a fucking boring circuit. It's not always the racer's fault, as often the driver's championship is determined well in advance before the weekend. So what the fans need to remedy this fast-paced cornering, lots of overtaking and lots of drama. This had none of those. The layout of the circuit looks like it means business, the Yas Marina circuit that is. But we have multiple high-speed straights into chicanes who also give drivers a chance to take their spot back on the same lap because of the DRS system. Often drivers will let a car overtake them knowing they will get DRS later on on that same lap and take their spot back again. So what was the fucking point? There's no defensive driving. Drivers are just letting each other go past knowing they can get it back. There's no real high-speed corners. And if you eliminate high-speed corners, then there's no real challenge for the drivers. No real room for error. That's why we saw one safety car, and that was due to a mechanical issue from Perez and not from the driver's errors. Sweeping corners and turns should be mandatory on any F1 circuit. The drivers should feel challenged and pushed to the limit. They are the best of the best in the world. The only challenging thing, I think, is trying to exit that pit. Underground in a tunnel... And for every year that we've had the GP there, I've wanted someone to crash in that tunnel so it blocks everyone else. But of course, that's never happened. Another issue is where it is. The race is in Abu Dhabi, where the weather is similar each and every year. There won't be a wet track. The teams don't need to be kept on their toes with the strategies that they run and the leads to a very boring weekend. One of the most interesting races we had was in Turkey, Istanbul GP. And although Hamilton won, which is something we've seen so many damn times this year, it was a far from boring race. Another issue, tyre degradation. It does occur on the Yas Marina circuit, but if you go for a hard or a medium tyre, you can go for an incredible stint and ensure that you only have to do a one-stop race. Only stopping once, and hence eliminating any chance of a pit stop cock up like the Mercedes had the weekend before. Look, I'm not saying that there shouldn't be an Abu Dhabi GP. But if you spend billions, and yes I checked, it was billions, on building a circuit, you need to make sure it's exciting. And you get your money's worth. And if for whatever reason you can't make that exciting then you need to make sure it isn't the final race of the season. The race that is leaving a bad taste in the mouths of the fans until the start of the next season. So if horrible races are to be the corner pieces of the F1 calendar, then that can be a tradition that we can move away from and do without. It is now time for the top five and this week's top five is an emotional one with the end of the 2020 season it's the last time some of these drivers get a chance to drive in their f1 seats so it is now the top five goodbye radio moments of 2020 
Gaudi's Top 5 Number 5 5 Sergio Perez The man who is the worst contestant ever in musical chairs as he still cannot find a seat Well at least at the time of recording this episode he can't I know Red Bull are going to announce their seat for next year for Albon's fate in the next couple of days but he didn't go out the way he wanted for Racing Point. But it wasn't his fault at all. Listen to the great man and his last radio message to his team. Oh, Sergio Perez, what's happened here? I love this. Yeah, oh, okay. oh. I'm off. Four. Number four, Danny Rick. Daniel Ricciardo went out in style on the weekend, denying Maxi Boy Max Verstappen of being the youngest driver to get a Grand Slam, as Danny Rick set the fastest lap of the race on the final lap, that is, last weekend was the final race for Danny Rick in the Renault. Let's take a listen to the goodbyes between him and Cyril. I have a feeling the beers are still flowing over in that Renault garage. One more lap. Okay, you can press and hold overtake. Press and hold overtake. Press overtake, press overtake. And you got that one. Did I get it? You got it. Oh. Sit down, mate. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. Hell of a race, mate. That first stint was phenomenal. Awesome job. Oh. Thanks guys, that's a nice way to send it off. Thank you. Oh, Messi. Okay mate, so that's P7, fastest lap. That's the bump P9. Okay. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you guys for these two years. And uh, I think you were awesome, so I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Daniel. It's been uh, very, you know, dense and uh, short at the same time. You've been mega. You've been driving us forward, and uh, it's been a strong race today. I think doing the most we could out of it, given the starting position. So thanks to you, and uh, we look forward to racing against you next year very much. Merci, Cyril. We can have a beer tonight. Two, three, number three. Kevin Magnussen. Kevin Magnussen had a relatively quiet season. Didn't like the limelight like Roman Grosjean did and didn't like to go out in a fiery ball of shit like him either. Just ran his race, did it well, and has now finished his career in the F1 Haas machine. Now that he's been replaced by racing royalty or a boob grabber, but let's listen to that final radio call between him and the team. Checkered flag, Kevin, checkered flag. The guys are all there on the wall for you. The guys are all there on the wall for you. Checkered flag, Kevin. Thank you for four amazing years with us, with you in the car. We always have a chance on Sunday, Kevin. We'll miss you, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, guys. Tough race today, but I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed the last four years. Thank you for your support. You're all legends. Wish you all the best in the future. I'm going to be rooting for you. Thanks, guys. Hi Kevin, thanks for the last four years, uh, great job, uh, sorry that uh, this race we couldn't do any better but 
please don't judge us on this one. You know, you know we are better than this. We just have a, a tool which doesn't work, and uh, I mean you have to drive it out there. And I, uh, I'm not jealous about that one. I tell you, it's difficult here. I can imagine the car. But thanks for the four great years you were with us. Thank you, brother. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Just have a little something I need to do for the guys back home. Understood, understood. Absolutely beautiful. You're clear behind, clear behind. It's part of the race for sure. Okay, thank you, Kev. Love you, buddy. Remember P1, then P0. Love you, big bro. Two. Number two. Carlos signs. The Spanish driver is departing McLaren to head over to Ferrari for some unknown godly reason. But this smooth operator had one last surprise for the team and the fans as McLaren secured P3 in the constructors and P1 in our hearts. Let's listen to the goodbyes. Great job, Carlos. P6 in the race, but P3 in the constructors' championship. With that, P3 in the constructors' championship. Brilliant, mate. What a year. Mate, I am a big fan of your work. Andres to Carlos. Well done. Last two years. Thanks for the hard work. Thanks for all the points. All the best. Nice. Congrats. I mean, this is huge and you deserve it. We've done an amazing year and I'm, I've enjoyed myself a lot driving for you. Woo. What a way to close in P3. Bravo. Bravo, everyone. Congrats, everyone in the factory. Congrats, Zach, Andreas, everyone. Yeah, thanks, Carlos. Thanks for me as well for all your work. It's been uh, it's been really fun working together. It's been a real honour. The honour is mine. And for one last time, I will sing for you. Ah. Smooth operator. Smooth operator. One. And number one, Sebastian Vettel. Now Seb's farewell from a wonderful stint at Ferrari to begin a career with Aston Martin. I'm not going to say anything more other than that, but let you listen to another beautiful song on the airways yet again. Here he is, Sebi Boy. Voy siete la squadra rossa, appassionati, arreterete mai. La mia fermato sta arrivando, mi piaciuto stare con voi. Sentito la vostra magia, un sensazione tradonoria. Ragazzi, mi ringrazio per avermi, mi mancherete. Un saluto a tutti voi a Maranello, meritate, menzionato qui. E adesso io quasi quasi dirò addio e auguro, auguro il meglio, auguro di essere felice ma di più essere sano. Tarara, tarara. Grazie. Grazie Seb, siamo noi a ringraziarti di cuore, grazie per tutto quello che hai fatto 
non è stata la stagione che volevamo, ma non possiamo dimenticarci di queste sei anni assieme. Grazie di cuore da parte di tutti a Maranello e, e qui in pista. Well, that's going to be it for our show this week. Make sure you check out the show next week as we recap the entire 2020 F1 season. Talk about all highs and lows. Hand out our awards and rank the tracks, drivers and teams from worst to first. You won't want to miss that. And the best way to guarantee that you see it is to subscribe or follow the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts and much, much more. Also head over to the website parkitinmyferme.com for every episode ever recorded and the Park It In My Ferme Facebook page to stay up to date when it comes to when the shows are released. All the fun discussion memes and that are on offer and much, much more. Slide into the DMs if you are so inclined. I don't mind. I'm sitting there waiting for you. So thank you so much for stopping by and we will catch you on the next episode. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.